Welcome to Shas Illuminated. Please enjoy the following shear. We have the Zuchos today to learn Daf Lamed Tes Amud Beis. We're going to begin on Daf Lamed Tes Amud Aleph, seven lines from the bottom. I, even though we did learn this and we actually turned the Amud in the last shear, but I was not satisfied with the clarity and accuracy of the way we learned those last few lines. So we're going to start again from Omar Rabba Barav Huna Omar Rav. Okay, Zakti Gemara. Omar Rabba Barav Huna Omar Rav. Rabba Barav Huna said in the name of Rav. So we have a halacha. This is important that it's in the name of Rav. We have a halacha in the name of Rav as follows. The various vegetables, herbs, that the Chachamim said, that a person could be Yoytse his Chiv of Achilas Moror, of eating Moror on Pesach, Kulon Nizro'in Ba'aruga Achas. They may all be planted in one row together in the field. The simple understanding is that although we know that there is a din of Klayim, which says that different types of, of plants cannot be planted together, and they have to be kept separately. However, Rav is coming to say a Chiddush that the, all the different minim of moror here can all be planted together. That's how this halacha um, is understood at first by the Gemara, which makes the Gemara ask the following question, Do you mean to say that there's no issue of klayim? That all of these vegetables, leaves, herbs, all these different forms of marar are all considered one min and there's no issue of klayim. Mesiv Rava, Rava Estakasha, the Mishnah in Klayim says as follows. The Mishnah lists various different types of zroim, of plant, things that are planted, that have other minim that are very, very similar to them. And the Mishnah is here to tell us that they're so similar that you consider, you can consider it one min and you can eat it together. The Mishnah says as follows. Chazeres v'chazeres galen. If you have chazeres and you have a form of chazeres called chazeres galen. Or ulshin v'ulshe sada. You have endives and you have endives of the field, which we would call wild endives. Kreshin, you have leek. Ukreshe sada, wild leek. Kusbar, you have kusbar v'kusbar sada, wild kusbar. Chardal, you have mustard, mustard seeds. V'chardal mitzri, an Egyptian mustard seeds. V'dalas ha-mitzri v'horemutza, or you have this gourd or melon called dalas ha-mitzri, together with a remutza, which is similar. On all of these sets, the Mishnah says... They are not klayim one with the other. Now, the Gemara, the, the Gemara says like this. We know that our Mishnah brought a list of different forms of marar. Two of those um, examples of marar brought in our Mishnah are chazeres and ulshin. And those two are also mentioned in this Mishnah. 
However, if you're medayik in the Mishnah, you'll see that chazeres could be planted with chazeres galin. Ulshin could be planted with ulshay sada. But nowhere does the Mishnah say that chazeres could be planted with ulshin. And yet, we seem to just have learned in the name of Rav that the Yeraka is mentioned in the Mishnah can all be planted together. Chazeres v'chazeres galen in, the Gemara asks. Yes, you see from the Mishnah that chazeres could be planted with chazeres galen. But chazeres v'olshin loy, but chazeres can't be planted with olshin. That clearly not. And even if you, perhaps you'll have this idea that you're going to read the Mishnah, that it's not a list of sets, it's not a list of peers, but rather it's one long list saying that all of these things can be planted together. If you'll say, They will all learn together. It means that you could plant all of them together. But again, the memra that we're, that we're discussing here is Ravuna Barav in the name of Rav. Ravuna Baravuna, excuse, Rabba Baravuna, excuse me, in the name of Rav. The Ha'omar Rav, and Rav himself has a memra, I'm on the very bottom line, that Zugais Zugais Katani, that our Mishnah is a list of pairs, of sets. And it, of course you can't mix sets, you could just mix within the set. So what did Rav mean when he said that you could plant the different minim of Maror in, in, in an Aruga together? Zokti Gemara, the Gemara answers, my Nizra, in what did we mean when we said Nizra, in that they could be planted together? The Omar Rav, that Rav was referring to, Nizra in Kehil Chason. He meant that you can plant the different forms of maror together as long as you plant them according to the direction and prescription of Chazal in the way that, that, that different zroim, different planted things can be planted together. You have to be cognizant of the Hilchas Klayim. And if you are cognizant of the Hilchas Klayim, then you can plant them together. That is what Rav was coming to say. Rav was coming to tell us that if you plant different minim, you have to plant them in a way that's prescribed by Chazal. Why don't you open a Mishnayis and learn Mesech Teklayim? It's a Mishnah. Kehil Chasan. Tanina. The fact that it has to be planted with a certain, in a certain way, that's a Mishnah. Let's turn the Amit to Lamit the Mishnah says in Klayim, Aruga shehishisha al shisha tvachim, if you have a row in a field that's a square, it's a six by six, six tvachim by six tvachim, zayr in besaycha, you may plant in it chamisha zar oinim, five different types of, thi- of, of, of plants. Arba al arba rucha is ha'aruga, you can fit four different types of plants on the four edges, the four sides of this aruga, of this row, and that leaves the middle open, so you could take a fifth min, and you could put one in the middle. So we see, obviously, that when you're planting things, the Mishnah in Klayim gives us a mahalach of how to plant them. So that's why Rav Huna had to come along and tell us B'Shem Rav. Ravuna had to come along and uh, Rav Bar Ravuna had to come along to tell us B'Shem Rav 
that when you're planting murar, you can plant them in one aruga as long as you follow what the Mishnah in Klayim says. Why would I think that it's any different than the Mishnah in Klayim? Zokti Gemara. I might think I might think that the allowance that the Mishnah in Klayim has that works out a system that different types of Zeroim can be planted together as long as you follow the direction of the Mishnah. That's true with Zeroim. Zeroim are plants that are meant to use the seeds. They're not to eat the plant. They're not that type of plant. You don't eat the plant, but rather they produce seeds that you eat. That's how the Me'iri clarifies. Like, for example, wheat or barley or flax or mustard. Um, all of those are things that the seed is, is, is taken out of it and the seed is what's used. That's Zra'im. So you might have thought that that Mishnah and Klayim is referring to Zra'im. I will be Yerukais, but when it comes to the vegetables of the, the, the Yerukais, the greens that are referred to in the Mishnah and in the Brysis of Marar, so they are more robust, they are larger, and they, they're yonik, they draw more from the ground, and therefore there's too much of a risk to plant them even in a even in any proximity whatsoever, and therefore you cannot follow the prescription of the Mishnah that we just learned when it comes to Marar. That's what you may have thought. Um, you would have thought, Hani Mili Bizroyan, that's true about Zroyan, Avil Biyurakos, but when it comes to the vegetables that make up the list of different types of Marar Loi, there you cannot be Soymich on this. Kamash Malon, and that's what Rav came to tell us, that no, you may plant all the different kinds of mara could be planted in one aruga, as long as you follow the direction of the Mishnah, as long as you do it kahalacha. Now, all of this is based on an assumption. It's based on an assumption that the plants of Zra'im are less feisty under the ground than the Yerakais, than vegetables. So that even, so that there's makayim to think that even if by zra'im the Mishnah tells us a way that several different types of zra'im can be planted together, Rav had to tell us that don't think that this does not apply to Yerakais. Even though Yerakais are bigger or stronger, and they, they draw their yainik more under the ground, um, still you can apply the same rules to Yerakais. But who says the Gemara now challenges that assumption? And the Gemara says as follows, Do you mean to say that the vegetables are stronger than the seeds? You mean to say that the type of things that are planted that produce the Marar Yerakais are more powerful under the ground than the things that you plant for, for seeds? But that, that's not true. The Hotanan, we learned in a Mishnah, the following Mishnah in Klayim says, Kol any type of seeds, you cannot plant different kinds of seeds in one aruga. 
However, kol mine yerokos, but when it comes to vegetables, there zoyrin ba'aruga achas, there you can plant multiple kinds of vegetables in an aruga as long as you follow the prescription of the Mishnah on the top of the Yomud to, to make sure to separate them. What do you see from this Mishnah? You see the exact opposite of our assumption. You see that while by Yerokos, Chazal allowed that if you follow a certain system, Lahalacha, you can have an aruga, a row, an area of the field that multiple species are planted in. However, when it comes to Zroim, that's not the case. When it comes to Zroim, Zroim are more stronger. And therefore, by Zroim, you have to just put it into a different Aruga. You can't place them in the same Aruga. So that means that the Mishnah that describes the Halachas of how to plant it was talking about Yerakas. So again, back to square one. Why was it necessary for Rav to tell us that you can plant all the kinds of murar into an aruga? Why do I have to, why does Rav have to tell that to me? The, the different forms of murar are yurakais. And when the Mishnah in Klayim told us how to plant things in an aruga, Chazal clarified that they're talking about yurakais. It's a perfect fit. What does Rav bring to the table that's not already clear from the Mishnayas? That's the challenge of the Gemara. Zokti Gemara, the Gemara answers, Mahu I might think, Hani Moror Minzroyim Ninhu. I might think, you're right. Of course I know that Yerukos can be planted together as long as you use the prescription of the Mishnah and Klayim. But the Havamina was that there's something about Moror that makes it similar to Zroim. And therefore, it disqualifies Maror from being able to be planted in the same Aruga. And that's what Rav came along to say, that Maror should be treated like Yerakais and not like Zroim. Kamash Malon, that's what Rav came to tell us, that you should not treat Maror like Zroim. Frekti Gemara, why on earth would I think that Maror is Zroim? Zroim sal gadaitach? You think Marar is Zroim? The Hotnan Yerakais. Look back in the Mishnah. The Mishnah calls the different forms of Marar Yerakais. We had a Brisa from Bar Kapara. Vitani Bar Kapara, Yerakais. He also used the term Yerakais and not Zroim. Not only that, Vitani de Bey Shmuel. We had another Brisa from the base Medrash of Shmuel, and also it says Yerakais. So why would I think that Marar is any different than the Yerakais that the Mishnayas and Klayim clarify can be planted together? Kalacha. Zokti Gemara Chazeres You need the Chiddush of Rav because of the unique properties of Chazeres. I would have thought, since later on in the process, the Chazeres hardens. So, you have to give it a little bit more space, and you can't plant it in an aruga together with other vegetables. Where did you get this idea from? Lav, Omar, Rabbi Yaisi, Didn't Rabbi Yaisi Barab Hanina say 
that klach shel kruv shehuksha, that if you have the stalk, the stem of a cabbage that hardened, that that causes us to have to move the zroyim away from it, move move the other yurakais away from it. we brought in, we we widen the area base roiva, the the amount that you could plant a quarter of a kav of grain. In other words, it's a certain width that's much larger than the than the prescription that's written in the in the mishnayos and Klayim. So Alma, what do you see from that memra of Rabbi Yosi Bereb Chanina? Kivon de Soifay Lahakshay, that since it will, in the end, it will harden, Yahavinon Le Rav Chotfei, we have to give it more space. So Hachanami, so we thought before Rav came along, we would have thought that here too, Hachinami, that here too, Nesiv Lo Rav Chotfei, we should give it more space. Kamash Malon, that's what Rav came to tell us, that you do not need to do that. And although Chazeres hardens, but it doesn't take up more space, and you could treat it like we treat Yerokos Ba'alma. Okay, we move on to the next part of the Mishnah, where the Mishnah told us that your Yaitse, the mitzvah of Maror, whether it's the, the, the Maror that you're eating is fresh or dried out. This that the Mishnah says, that you could be Yaitse the Mitzvah, even if the Murrah is dried out, that's only the stem of the Murrah. I guess because it has some Mamashas to it. But but the leaves that could really deteriorate if they dry out, Lachin in, when they're fresh, then you can use the leaves for Maror, but Yeveshen Loi, but once they get dried out, so then you can no longer use them for Maror. Frekti Gemara, look back at the Mishnah. The Mishnah discusses that you could be Yaitse, the mitzvah of Maror, whether it's fresh or dried out, and only afterwards does the Mishnah say that you could use the stem. So that means that until that second part of the Mishnah, we were discussing the leaves. And in the part of the Mishnah that we were discussing the leaves, it says that you could use it whether it's fresh or it's dried out. So you see, not like Rav Chista, you see that even leaves that are dried out are kosher. Frakti Gemara Vahamidi Katani Sefer, from this that it says later on in the Mishnah, Bekelach Shalahem, that you can use the stem of these, of these types of Marah, so you see that in the Reisha, we're talking about the leaves. Sakti Gemara, no. This that we said later on in the Mishnah, that you could use the Kelach, that's explaining what we were talking about. The Kavana of the Mishnah was to explain the Din that it said earlier. When did we say whether it's moist and fresh or it's dry? We were going on the stem. But it believes they are puzzle, they cannot be used as maror if they are dried out. The Gemara is going to bring a brysa that has various different parts, and then we'll see what the kasha is in the brysa. But let's first take in this whole brysa. You could be yoitze with them, meaning with the leaves, or with the stem. 
Bein lachin, bein yivation, whether they're fresh or they're dried out. Divrei Reb Meir. These are the words of Reb Meir. And the Chachamim say, Lachin yoitzim bohem, that fresh you could be yoitzim, but yivation ain't yoitzim bohem, but if they're dried out, you're not yoitzim. Okay, we'll get back to this in a moment or two, but let's see how the Mishnah, how the Brisa finishes up. Vishavin and the Brisa says everyone agrees. Rameir and the Chachamim agree. Sheyoitzim bohem kemushin. Everyone agrees that you're yoitzim if the murder is shriveled up, like shriveled like a raisin. Avaloi kvushin, but not if it's pickled. Veloi shlukin, and not if it's very cooked. We said that this is a kind of cooked where it loses its consistency. Veloi mevusholim, and not regular cooked. Kloloi sheldavar, the klal is oktebraisa. Kol davar, kol sheyesh boitam moror. That as long as it has the taste of moror, yoitzimboi, you could be yoitzim, the mitzvah of moror. And if it does not have the taste of murder, you're not yoitze. This is the b'risa. But if you look back at the beginning of the b'risa, it's clear that when it's said you're yoitze, whether it's uh, a fresh or it's dry, it's going on the types of murder that were just mentioned. And the types of murder that were just mentioned, yoitzim bohen ubekelach shalohem, that you could be yoitze with the leaves and with the stem. <coughs> so you see that even a dried, even dried leaves are kosher. Zokti gemara targuma akelach. Now, even though we mentioned that you could use the leaves and the stem, but it's posher that when the Bryce is discussing if you could be yaitse, when it's dried out, that in that area we were referring to the stem and not to the leaves. Now the Bryce that we just mentioned had said that everyone agrees that you're yaitse if it's shriveled up, now we're going to bring a brisa that not, says that that's not so simple. Tanu Rabbanon we learned in a brisa. Ain yoitzim bohem kmushin. You're not yoitzim if it's shriveled up. Mishum Rebelezer Bereb Tzadik Amru, in the name of Rebelezer Bereb Tzadik, they said, yoitzim bohem kmushin. You are yoitzim if it's shriveled up. Okay. Zokti Gemara, the Gemara now has a fascinating shayla. Boi Rami Barchama, Rami Barchama had a shayla. Mahu sheyitzim adam yedechai vasei. What's the halacha? Can a person be yaitse, the mitzvah of maror, b'maror shel maiser sheni b'yerushalayim? With the maror of maiser sheni in Yerushalayim. Let's take a minute to remember that the Gemara in the previous blot, starting with Taflamid Vavamur Aleph, had said that there's a machleikas Rabbi Akiva and Rabbi Yaisi Aglili, if you, if you could be makayim the mitzvah of matzah, with Meiser Sheni while you're in Yerushalayim. So if somebody would have uh, um, uh, wheat that he brings to Yerushalayim and he makes it into matzah, he makes it into Meiser Sheni and he, and, and he brings it to Yerushalayim and he bakes it into matzah, could he be Mekayim, this mitzvah of Erev Teichlu Matzah, of eating matzah? And then we said that Rabbi Yaisi Aglili says that you are not Yoitzei because 
the food that you eat to be yoytze matzah needs to be edible. It needs to be able to be eaten even by an oinein who's in the original early stages of his avelos. And and uh, that's that's what Rabbi Yaisi Aglili was medayek from the words lechem oini. And Rabbi Akiva learned something else from Lechem Oini, and Rabbi Akiva said that you can be Yoytze, the mitzvah of matzah, with Meiser Sheini. The question is, what happens if you want to be Yoytze, the mitzvah of Maror, with Meiser Sheini? Would the same thing apply? Zakti Gemara. According to Rabbi Akiva, who said that you're yoytze, that you're allowed to use matzah, that's ma'isr sheni, hashta. Matzah, de'oraisa, nafik. Matzah, which is de'oraisa, you're yoytze. Bemara, de'rabonon, mi boy. Bemara, which is de'rabonon, certainly you're yoytze. Now, we have to stop right here and clarify this, because... This is not, the way Rashi explains, this is not to be confused with the din of Maror Bizman Hazeh. When, when, uh, it's true that in the, the din of eating Maror, even though the Pasuk says, Al Yoichlu, which is referring to the carbon Pesach, when there is a carbon Pesach, so both Matzah is Dairaisa and Maror is Dairaisa. Bizman Hazeh, Matzah is Dairaisa, Maror is only a takanas chachamim that we eat maror. However, that's not what our mish, what our Gemara is talking about, because the Gemara is talking about even maror in the times of the Beis Hamikdash. You may recall that on the Aflamitesam and Aleph we learned dinim out from, from matzah from from matzah to maror because of the pasuk of our matzah zimroyim yaichluhu. So we're assuming that we're going even. Even if you say <coughs> that Moror is Dairaisa. The issue of Dairaisa and Dirabonon here, says Rashi, is something else. The issue is that the, the din of Meiser, the din of Meiser Shani changes whether we're talking about grain or we're talking about vegetables. Because the halacha is that vegetables, yurakos, are only chayav in meiser midirabonon. They're not included. They're not a tvua. They're not included in the din of meiser midiraisa. So what the Gemara is saying is, according to Rabbi Yossi Aglili, who says that matzah cannot be used um, if it's meiser sheni, the Gemara is saying, well, that makes sense because the matzah is meiser sheni midoiraisa. So even, so even midoiraisa, it cannot be eaten by someone who's an oinen. But maror is only meiser sheni midirabanon. So that means that technically midoiraisa, this food can be eaten by an oinen. It's just because of the takanas chachamim that it can't. So does that extend to say that therefore you cannot use this maror to be makayim the mitzvah of maror? Because of course we learn out, of course we learn out 
um, maror from matzah, but over here, this maror is a, is only a dindarabonon maror. It's only chayev and meiser midarabonon. And since it's only chayev and meiser midarabonon, the question remains, can it be used to be makayim, the mitzvah of maror? So let's read that again. It's not a question according to Rabbi Akiva. When it comes to Matzah Deiraisa, you could be Yaitzei. If you hold it on Matzah Deiraisa, you're Yaitzei. In other words, even if it's Maiser Sheni Deiraisa, so certainly Maiser Sheni Deirabonon, you're Yaitzei. Kiti Boyalach, where do you have a Shaila? Aliba de Rabbi Haglili. Your Shaila is according to Rabbi Yosi Haglili. My, b'matza de Oiraisa who delaynofik? Do we say by matza, which is Maiser Sheni mid Oiraisa? That's where you're not Yoytze. Avol Moror de Rabbanon nofik, but Moror, which is only Maiser Sheni mid Rabbanon. So there, the Hakpada, not to use it to be Yaitse, the mitzvah does not apply. Oidilmo, do we say no? Called the Takinu Rabbonon, Keinda Iraisa Token. When the Chachamim make a Takana, they make it similar to the Dairaisa. So if Maiser Sheni is not kosher for Matzah, then Moror that's Maiser Sheni won't be, won't be kosher for Moror, because that would be part of the Takana's Chachamim. That when the Chachamim said that, that Yerokos have a din of Maiser Sheni, it means with all of the dinam of Maiser Sheni. Omar Rova, Rova said, Mistavra Matzah Umaror. It makes sense. The Svara is that Matzah and Maror have the same din, and we will say, called the Tokun Rabbonon Kein Doiraisa Tokun, and you should not use, according to Rabbi Yaisi Aglili, Maror, that's Maiser Sheni. Okay, let's begin the next Mishnah. Zok the Mishnah, Ein shoyren es hamursan letarnegoylem. Mursan is like a bran, some kind of a coarse bran that was used to feed the chickens, and as we'll see, it had other uses as well, as we'll see. One should not soak mursan, it's, it's wheat, mursan, but what one should not soak mursan for... For, for the chickens. In other words, I guess to soften it up, they were accustomed when it wasn't Pesach that they would soak it and then feed it to the Tarnagoylem. Avul Choltem, but you can pour boiling water on it, which, which will then, it, 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 it's not sitting long enough in the water to become chametz, and you could prepare it for the Tarnagoylem in that way. That's for the chickens. Ha'isha loitishra es hamursan. The a woman should not soak morson that she will bring by hand to the to the bathhouse. Um, but she can spread it, you know, rub it onto her skin dry, even though her skin may have a drop of moisture on it. But that, we're not worried that it's going to turn into chametz. Why would a woman rub morsen on herself? So the Me'iri says that it helps get rid of the sweat on her body. So some kind of a soap, I guess. So to to um, to soak the morsen and then to bring it to the Beis HaMerchatz, so you, you're mamish creating chametz. But just to take dry morsen and rub it into the skin, that's uh, that's something else. 
Lo yil ois adam chitin. A person should not chew chitin. Um, sometimes they would chew up chitin to place on a on a wound. I guess it had a, some kind of a healing effect when it was put on a cut or a wound. A person should not do that on Pesach. Lo yil ois adam chitin. A person should not chew wheat. V'yoniach al makosay to put onto his wound. Mepnei shehein machmitzos because the wheat will become chametz. Zok di Gemara Tonu Rabbanon we learned in a brayso Elu Devarim Sheein Ba'in Lidei Chimot. Following things, um, the following things um, will tr- will create a matziv in the food that it will not become chametz. It will cure the food from becoming chametz. It's Ein Ba'in Lidei Chimot. Once you do these processes that we're about to see. To the food, it can no longer become chametz. Heafoy, if you bake it, once something is baked, you could soak it in liquid. It doesn't matter; it can't become chametz anymore. Vahamevushel, and if it is cooked, we'll get back to that. Vecholot shecholtoi b'roischin, and this we've seen several times. And if you um, you prepare it by putting it by putting boiling water on it. That you 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 a chalta b'roischin, so that also cures it from being able to. It's also some way of like baking it or cooking it that it won't become chametz anymore. Frakti gemara mevushel. You said that you can't that cooking it it won't become chametz. Adam mevashalei mechamea while you're cooking it it will become chametz. In other words, if you're putting the food in when it's already boiled, when the water is already boiled, so it's so the treat, whatever is happening to the food is happening immediately, that's chalot. What's the difference between mevushal and chalot? Mevushal, it's put into the water when it's cold, and it's heated up on the fire. Chalot is it's put into boiling water. So if it's mevushal, so that is how you make something into chametz. You put it into water and you leave it there. Omar Rav Papa, Rav Papa said that when we said Amavushal, it goes together with the word before it. It's Ha'afoy Shebishloi. It's talking about something that's, that's baked, that even then, that even if you cook it, it won't become chametz. In other words, the Bryce is saying these things won't become chametz. If you bake it and then cook it, it can't become chametz. That's how, that's how to read the Bryce. Okay, Zokti Gemara, let's see, drop more, and then we'll leave the rest for next time. Tanya, the Gemara says, Zokti Braisa. Rabbi Yaisi, Rabbi Yehuda, Oimer, Rabbi Yaisi, Rabbi Yehuda says, Kemach shenofal, soichai delaf. If you have flour and a drip, there was a leak in the, in the roof, and a drip started to drip into the flour, Afilu kolayoyim kula, even if it was dripping, drip, 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 the entire day, enoi boli dechimot, it will not become chametz, because since it's constantly being agitated, whatever chemical process takes place that makes it into chametz will not take place. Omar Rav Papa, Rav Papa said, you have to be careful, vehu deovid tif lahadi tif. But that's only if you do, if it's drip after drip, if it's space in between the drips and it's not constantly being agitated so then it can become chametz so you have but if it's drip 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 tiff achar tiff so then it will not become chametz and we'll stop here 
So and with Hashem's help next time. You have been listening to a shear from ShasIlluminated.org. For other shearim on many topics, or to hear an Eon shear on any Dauphin Shas, including Myron McClellan's on each shear, please visit www.shasilluminated.org. To order CDs or for more information, please call 203-312-SHAS. That's 203-312-7427 or email info at shasilluminated.org.